0: Hi, everybody. Thanks for welcoming us into your home. trust you're having a great day, whether this is Sunday or some other day of the week. We are continuing on in our series about the sayings of the wise. And today I want to talk about practicing restraint. Wealth sprouts wings. Sandra Carey once said, Never mistake knowledge for wisdom. One helps you make a living... The other helps you make a life. That's so true. So our text today is from Proverbs chapter 23, verses 4 and 5. Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Have the wisdom to show restraint. Cast but a glance at riches and they are gone, for they will surely sprout wings and fly off to the sky like an eagle. Let's pray. So, Father, we pray that you would help us have a Jesus perspective regarding riches, wealth, and the seeking after them. And and rather than seek after earthly riches, I pray that we would learn to be rich toward you and rich toward good deeds and uh, rich towards others. In your name we pray, amen. So, I want to talk about a biblical perspective on wealth, but I I, I say that with some caution because you'll find many perspectives in the Bible that aren't very Jesus-like. And then we could say, well, maybe we want to talk about a Christian perspective, but there are many ways of thinking about uh, Christian philosophy that may not be very much like Jesus, because sometimes Christians don't always act or talk. Or behave or behave in any way like Jesus and so I really want to talk about a Jesus perspective on wealth uh, first of all we would un- have to come to understand that that things cannot buy happiness and uh, happiness in other words uh, it can't be bought you, you can't use money to get it uh, wealth and the good life are not always linked together in fact, I think there's a tendency for all of us to think that if we just had more money, we'd be happy. I think this is a kind of a natural way of thinking, and I'm not sure whether that's because uh, when you don't have any money, a little bit of money sure makes things easier. So therefore we think that more money will always make things easier, and that life will get better, and that the way to the good life is to gain more money. But that's not the case. If you uh, dream about becoming wealthy so that you can become happy, you're mistaken. Uh, And the evidence is clear. Wealthy people are not happier than people who just have enough money. Uh, Of course, a, a little money helps if you're very impoverished, but once you have a certain amount of money, it doesn't really ease uh, discomfort or make your life any better, and, and I can think back in my own life where some of uh, my happiest times, some of my best times, have been times when we have been the poorest, and uh, we've drawn closer to the Lord during those times and uh, sensed His provision in our lives, and and of course the evidence is clear from. Uh, the lives of many very, very rich and famous and wealthy uh, people in the world, Uh, they don't necessarily live better lives. In fact, often uh, they're impoverished uh, spiritually and impoverished psychologically and socially in spite of their great wealth. So the good life comes from a relationship with God and a relationship with others rather than simply uh, more money or accumulating wealth. And I, and I think we know that if we have been uh, followers of Jesus for any time. If, if you're sad, if, if you're feeling a little discouraged, the solution is not to go out and buy a lottery ticket, uh, though that may be what the people who are selling lottery tickets tell you you should do. Uh, But that's not the solution to sadness. In fact, what we've we've learned about people who win lottery tickets, it often doesn't make their life any better at all, but in fact causes way more complications in their lives and often ends up in in their lives being destroyed. Uh, Instead of going and buying a lottery ticket to uh, uh, improve your your sense of well-being or your sense of uh, peace and uh, contentment, read your Bible, pray worship and fellowship with other other believers in Jesus. The, the way to a good life is through relationship with God, a healthy relationship with God, and healthy relationship with others. And that's clearly what Jesus is encouraging us to do uh, in the Gospels. There are two things that we will take into heaven two things only, and one is our bodies in a resurrected form, and the others is our relationship with God. And so if we work on our relationship with God today, we know it will have lasting consequences in the future. And, And I think that's what Scripture means when it encourages us to be rich towards God. So our text is saying, don't wear yourself out to get rich. Have the wisdom to show restraint. The 1 Timothy passage, chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, really are the um, New Testament equivalent of this Old Testament proverb. It says this, Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, some people eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs so biblical perspective or the jesus perspective tells us several things about showing restraint the reasons for showing restraint they're they're multiple first of all craving riches is like drinking seawater you know the story If you drink seawater, it just increases the salt content in your blood, and you become more thirsty. So it's an insatiable thirst that's created by drinking seawater, and riches are like that. Uh, How much is enough? When is enough ever enough? Uh, People who are wealthy uh, have a temptation to want even more wealth, uh, and that can be dangerous. It it leads to a lack of satisfaction or contentment with with what we have. Secondly, riches cannot get those things that we truly need. In in fact, riches can't provide the most essential parts of our lives that we need in order to be content, in order to live a good life. Uh, Riches can't provide a, a sense of security, uh, wealthy people don't feel more secure than people with a modest income. In fact, they sometimes feel less secure because they have more things that are vulnerable to people stealing from them or people cheating them or, or people uh, somehow coveting what they have. And, and they're not really sure of relationships with people uh, because they're wondering if people are wanting to be their friends because of their wealth and, and not simply because they want to be friends. Of course, more wealth can't help us with our health. We know that both very wealthy people and poor people and moderate income people uh, suffer from the same kinds of illnesses and so wealth can't help us in terms of our health. We know that wealth can help us in terms of love and loving relationships. Remember the old Beatles song, Can't Buy Me Love. That is so true. Wealth won't help us in our uh, relationships with our loved ones. Rather, that is something that uh, we need to seek the Lord's help with and uh, seek a biblical perspective regarding our social relationships and loving one another. Notice as well that that wealth won't help us in times of sorrow or grief. Uh, both the very wealthy and the moderately uh, moderate income people and the poor will suffer grief and sorrow in their lives, and money doesn't really help along those lines. Rather, our relationship with Jesus helps. A relationship with other solid uh, Bible believing Christians help us, helps us during difficult times of when we are struggling. Uh, uh, Generally speaking, uh, wealth doesn't help us with the human condition. Uh, In this world, we will have trouble. Uh, But fear not, Jesus says, because he has overcome the world. I love a quote by C.S. Lewis I have been running into for the last couple of weeks. It's this. Human history is the long, terrible story of man trying to find something other than God which will make him happy. Isn't that true? Wow, it is so true. Craving riches can easily lead to selfishness as well, and and sometimes for in order for someone to get rich, someone else has to get poor. Sometimes uh, wealth uh, causes others who are involved in relationships to suffer. Uh, in order for that person to become wealthy. And I know in business transactions that the Jesus way is to make sure that it's a win-win situation, that in a a relationship uh, that we want others to win and not just us to win, and others to become impoverished by our wealth. And sometimes wealth can make us uh, selfish and not think about the other person, but only think about uh, our own grandisement, our own benefit. Uh, But rather, the biblical way or the Jesus way of thinking is to think in terms of loving others and being kind to others and being generous with others. Craving wealth can also lead to additional anxiety. Uh, Everything we possess possesses a little bit of us. Uh, as, I've, as I've grown older, uh, we tend to accumulate more stuff around the house. You know, you, you, you buy stuff. And, and, and what I've discovered is that the more stuff we have, the more stuff needs to be maintained. We, we need more storage for the stuff that we have. Or, or every month we have to look after something because this has to be maintained. I know uh, I was really happy to buy a generator Uh, for uh, our house and for camping and things like that until I discovered I have to start that every month If you just let it sit month after month after month it deteriorates and it won't start And so I have to put on my calendar that uh, I have to start that thing every month in order to keep it going And life is like that. The more we have the more those things have us and uh, That's that's one of the dangers that uh, that we often overlook when we strive for riches. We forget That the more we have, the more energy it will take to maintain what we have. Instead, Scripture tells us to be rich toward God. This is found in the parable of the rich fool in Luke chapter 12. Perhaps you remember the story. A, A farmer had a wonderful crop And he, after harvesting his crop, he said to himself, wow, I've got it made. I'm going to build bigger barns to store all my stuff. I can sit back and relax and I can just uh, eat, take life easy, drink, and be merry. And the scripture goes on to say, but God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be, Whoever strives for things themselves, but is not rich toward God. So if you just store up things for yourself and you're not rich towards God, you're like the rich fool. And I love that expression that Jesus is using here. Instead of endeavoring to be rich in material things, we should endeavor to be rich toward God. God. In other words, to have a rich relationship with him. And I think this is the key to having a good life, to having a contented life, to having a successful life, is to be rich towards God. Also, that 1 Timothy passage that I read, where it begins by talking about the love of money is a root of all evil. At the end of it, Jesus talks about um, counsel to the wealthy. And he says, make sure that the wealthy are not just wealthy, but they're rather rich in good deeds. And I like that expression as well. So not only do we need to be rich toward God in our relationship with him, we need to be also rich in good deeds. In other words, generous with what we have for others. So practice restraint regarding wealth. I know it may look as if money is the solution to just about every problem, but it's not. Uh, the way towards having a better life is not to gain more money but rather to be rich toward God and to be rich in good deeds. Uh, A little money can make life easier of course. It can help us become rich toward God when we share what God has blessed us with. But it is not the way to a good life. It promises what it cannot provide. And it can take wings and fly away. That's what our proverb says. Instead, strive to have a healthy relationship with God and a healthy relationship with others. Let's be rich, but rich toward God and rich in good deeds. Let's pray. So, Father, we thank you for your word to us and this caution regarding wealth, this we, we all recognize this tendency this this natural tendency to think that money is the solution to so many problems and and perhaps when we're, we're thinking discontent we want to go shopping or we want to buy something in order to ease that discontent we, we recognize that there's a trap there that that uh, it's a bit like drinking seawater and, and it doesn't really quench our thirst but we thank you Lord that that you have provided um an ability to have a relationship with you, and solid, healthy relationships with others so that we can be fulfilled, that we can be rich toward you and rich in good deeds. We pray, Lord, that we would seek after those things that, that truly help, that truly make us content, that truly make us rich. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's continue to worship, and I'll come back with a concluding comment. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 says, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, <laughs> though it cost you all you have, get understanding. I like that. Uh, the beginning of wisdom is this, go after it, seek it out, discover it. If it costs everything that you have, get it. Matthew chapter six thirty three also applies to what we've been talking about. Very familiar passage of script, Scripture. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Wow. what's a tremendous promise. So instead of seeking riches or seeking wealth, we seek the kingdom of God, we seek Jesus, and God will look after everything we need in terms of material possessions, in terms of our our physical needs. So keep your focus on the right things. Keep your focus on being rich toward God and being rich in good deeds. Passage of scripture that we've been using as a doxology is found in Romans chapter 12, verses 33 and 36. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, How unsearchable are his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week.